Ladies and gentlemen, it is Monday morning, and it's time for episode 50 of You Know It's Fake, Right? The ongoing battle with the dirtiest four-letter word in professional wrestling. I am your host, my name is Brian Breaker, and as I record this, it's a little after 5.30 on Monday morning, so if uh, you're up a little earlier than I am and the episode's not out there yet, I do apologize. I am just finishing up Night Shift. Anyone out there work Night Shift know what that's like? I do... uh, kind of give a little peek behind the curtain. I do four nights in a row. Uh, my night shift started Thursday night, ran through Sunday night, getting off Monday morning. But in a, in a change of fate, I guess, because of how uh, shifts work, my next scheduled shift was going to be Saturday, which everyone knows is Christmas Day. Uh, the plant decided to close for Christmas Day, so I will be off Christmas Day, which is great. I probably wasn't going to be there anyway, but uh, it's nice to have that day off, so... My last working day until uh, until Christmas or until after Christmas, so very much looking forward to that. Uh, my uh, my guest or guests, plural, this week is Jack Gamble, Elvis Aliaga, Ash Aliaga. All four of us actually, those three, and then myself will be uh, talking. A little bit of a different uh, take. We had to kind of makeshift some microphones, so hopefully everything sounds all right. But uh, these three guys c- co-founded uh, an organization, a wrestling company called Gateway Elite Wrestling. And that's kind of what it's all about. We uh, we kind of di- we we did a little deep dive on everything Gateway Elite a couple of years ago, as an uh, episode of Breaker Remains Power Hour. And now this is kind of just telling some stories behind the scenes stuff, just having fun. Ash Aliaga was getting married, uh, which he's now married. So congratulations goes out to him and his lovely bride. Uh, we were up in Kansas City uh, for his bachelor party, and uh, in between all the bachelor party festivities, we. Uh, we we threw down that podcast and it was a blast. It was really fun to see all those guys I hadn't seen them in years, and then to just you know um, record some podcasts, which is always a good time. And uh, yeah, this is my actual last guests uh, or guests plural uh, for 2021. Uh, next year, 2022, we'll start off uh, with some new guests, which is going to be a lot of fun, a lot of new people. I'm and I'm already uh, kind of getting more interviews lined up. For down the road, I, I will have some returning guests from 2021, people that you've heard before, but also some new people, which I think is uh, what makes this show fun, having uh, new people to talk to. And, then, you know, and also, too, I, I'm i going to do a little special episode, which I'll talk about here in a, here in a moment, um, next week. And uh, But I think it's really cool that this show, I've actually met people in the course of doing it, like Dylan Gott. He was, uh, he's a stand-up comedian. I believe he was episode, like, 34, maybe. Um, never knew the guy. Saw his bit thought oh this guy's fun and we did a podcast and it was a blast and to me that's what's really cool about doing this show is uh meeting new people and recording podcasts with them it's a lot of fun something i will always always do it's a lot of a lot of fun i enjoy it and uh, it's kind of becoming a hobby of mine or more of a a passion project i guess as a word uh, to just find new people for this show but uh gateway elite wrestling we're going to dive it in with them here in just a few moments um but also too it is the last episode before christmas so I talked about next week will be a different episode. It'll be a 2021, a year interview. Um, 
no no guests next week. It'll just be kind of a little uh, little buffer episode in between uh, where I kind of tell some behind-the-scenes stories. Um, so you'll have an episode if you want it, but if you mostly want to focus on the guests, that will be coming your way early 2022. And I got a good one. I think everyone, especially Fig Lifers, will really like, and I will be announcing that next week. So uh, let's not take any more time here. Let's throw it over to my conversation with Jack Gamble, Elvis Aliaga, Ash Aliaga, the guys behind Gateway Elite Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, what a special occasion we have today. We are in a, uh, an Airbnb here in uh, the Kansas City area. Mr. Ash Aliaga is uh, celebrating his bachelor party. And I have everybody here from about three years ago. What? what? We did a podcast kind of chronicling everything that happened with Gateway Elite Wrestling. That, I believe that was in 2018. That was on Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. So if you didn't hear that episode, it was a fun little two-parter. But I got Jack Gamble. Hey. Got Elvis Aliaga. How's it going? I got Ash Aliaga here. Hello. We're all talking uh, Gateway Elite Wrestling. So... I'll kind of do a brief introduction. You guys, I believe, started this company first shows in 2015. I think the idea probably was around 2014. And maybe I think it started with the text like, "What if we did our own company?" And right. then it's like, "Well, well, what if we did? Like, is this a thing? Ends up, you guys buy a ring, you start running shows, and it kind of became a reality." Um, we spent the last podcast kind of talking mostly about like just the ups and downs. Of it. I think maybe. Maybe being just new promoters, right? Was that kind of the consensus for everybody? That's definitely how I felt about it. Um, yeah. Because it it was all new. Right. And we just sat around and told stories about we did this and this because we had crazy things happen to us. Well, and, and so what ties into this new show, which I call, you know, it's fake, right, is because I feel like nobody at all understands professional wrestling. Right, and so coming in to try to promote it, I remember one of the stories was like they wanted you to have like a million dollar bond or something. It's like, yeah, that was a real thing. That it's sucked. like this is pro wrestling, a million dollar bond. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Like it's one of those things where because I think because people know it's pro wrestling, but oh, but it's it's like fighting, but it's not. So why is it treated that way? Yeah, I mean that. Oh, uh, you know that was coming to you. Oh, <laughs> come on, man! I saw the eyes dart over. Yeah, like, over come on like, now. Don't talk. Um, so, yeah, I mean, one of the great things about like your show, you know, it's fake, right? Is that like we all three when we were, you know, forming this idea, like we all had these shoot jobs, you know. Like job jobs to pay the bills. Right. The jobs actually pay our bills and, yeah. you know, house payments and <laughs> allow us to live normal lives. Oh, <laughs> not just lights and water. And right, stuff. right, exactly. Right, right. Um, so we all, I mean, Darren Gamble was working. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it's late. It's late. Yeah, because that's like a first time ever. <laughs> I, I, I blanked there. I thought I was calling you your shoot name. Shooting on my yeah, brother. Darren's fine. The bachelor's yeah. tired. Yeah. The bachelor's. It's been a long day, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. It's been a great day, though. It's been and, a fun day. You know, he had his job, and Elvis and I, we had, we were working at, at Dick's Sporting Goods. Got that one right. Yeah. He did the last time. <laughs> oh yeah, it was my turn. So, so, you know, at some point, it comes up that we are involved in this side gig, 
because we need certain days off. We have certain demands of, of like our, our scheduling. And so it comes up that we're involved in this and everybody kind of thinks it's cool because they... They don't know, you know pro wrestlers, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's kind of a novelty to mm-hmm. have somebody in your building, you know, that you know who does... I, I, I equate it to, like, if my next-door neighbor was like, yeah, I'm a lion tamer at the circus, yeah. I'd be like, I have many questions. <laughs> you know, like, I want to know more because I don't know anyone that does this. And so I think sometimes people think that way about pro wrestling because obviously, too, another big issue is when they think pro wrestling, they're immediately thinking Monday Night Raw mm-hmm. and the BOK Center and, you know, the, uh, what I can't think of, the Saint, whatever is in St. Louis, the Scott Trade Center. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, they're thinking of these big venues. They're not thinking of, like, armories and mm-hmm. gyms and... 200 people is what we consider a sellout, you know, standing room only. Like, like I can remember, like, because you and Elvis and I, we started out working at Chili's together. We peppered in some laughs, didn't we? <laughs> sure did. <laughs> Travis Powell, you suck. <laughs> and I... <laughs> That's going to be the, the landmark for any podcast me and Elvis do. And I can vividly, vividly remember I was a cook and you two served. Yeah. And I can remember... Like, so Elvis and I, we're still new there, and, you know, we're still kind of getting, you know, acclimated to, to this whole thing, and the, uh, one of the cooks in the back, because the Royal Rumble 2012 yes. was in St. Louis. Right, yes. And I know you and, and a couple of the guys from the school went mm-hmm. as extras or whatever, and, and... You guys probably wanted to go, like, as fans? We did, we did go as fans. Yeah. And, uh, like, on a side note, like, I was shocked that, like, everybody at the school didn't go as fans, you know, even if they weren't as extras. It was mm-hmm. just, like... But I remember at Chili's, one of the guys in the back, like, he was looking at you through the pass out at work. It's like, hey, Breaker, like... Or Van Damme, I think they called you. Yes, they did. <laughs> That's a deep that cut. I forgot wild. about that. Wow. Yeah. Damn. So, let me... A little sidebar there. <laughs> Everyone knows my real name is Ryan. There was another Ryan that started. And so on the screen, it, it didn't have the last initial. It just said Ryan. And so it was confusing, like, because I had to look, okay, which table number? And, um, like, I was like, we need to do something about this. You want to just do your last initial? I was like, no. Let's do something cool. Want to do Brian Breaker? And I was like, let's do Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny because, like, it just popped up on the screen, Van Damme. All my tickets said Van Damme. Like, it was... <laughs> I don't know. It was just funny to me. And I completely forgot about I that. I did, too, yeah. until, he, until he said that, yeah. I mean, and just on a side note, on your side note, I uh, most recently was the general manager of a restaurant at the lake, mm-hmm. and one of the servers who worked with us at Chili's also worked there, and she still refers to you as Van Damme. Just, you know, a I'll take later. it. Say, yeah, that's yeah. Your name, so right? it stuck. Steering to the skid, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but back to the Royal Rumble. In St. Louis, I don't know, maybe you had requested that day off, probably. I, I probably did, yeah. And I remember the cook looking through the pass and he was like, hey, Van Am, you going to win the Rumble? Or, you know. <laughs> right, because I'm going to be in it. Yeah, I'm the surprise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you just looked at him like, I think you either no sold it or just like played into it and was like, sure am, or whatever. <laughs> Something like that. Well, it's yeah. that classic question of like, what do you want, like, what am I supposed yeah. to even say to this? Yeah, you know? Is that you, a you real question? You can get question, real detailed yeah. with it and try to make them understand yeah. and get frustrated, or you can just like, you know, say something and move on. Mm-hmm. So, kind of going back to the Chili's, the first time I was an extra, I, that's the most I ever did on television, and Bonsai was 
he's a referee in WWE now. He was working the bar, so he, I gave him a text. I gave him, kind of gave him the Iggy, like, I'm going to be on TV doing a security thing with Cena and JBL. Right. He was like, awesome, I'll put it on. And so, basically, we're in the ring holding John Cena with JBL punches him. Mm-hmm. It was a, I mean, at the time, I was like, I was like six months in the business. I had no business. I'm like in the ring with John Cena, the biggest name in the, in the company at that point. Right. I was like totally like, wow, like that's quite a thing yeah. to be involved with. I get back, everyone has watched it. So they're like, that is so cool. Like, you're on TV. And I'm thinking like, yeah, it was cool. I was on TV. Like, but what I didn't get is that no one understands the concepts of professional wrestling. So it's like, you're going to be on Raw tonight? And I'm like, if I was on Raw tonight, I would never see you again in my entire life. <laughs> and so then it was like, hey, the host, I'm going to tell every table that you were on Monday Night Raw and you wrestled John Cena. And I'm like, well, I, di- I didn't. You know, and so then it's like we're going we're going way out, out of the realm here. It's like I don't even know how to. I, I remember sp- specifically during that time because you guys weren't working there yet. Um, they would tell at my table. The table was like, I heard you're one of them pro wrestlers. It's like that's the other guy. I'm sorry, it's not me. And I would point to like one of the skinny stoner guys. It's like it's him. <laughs> it's Billy over there. Yeah, and they're like, Oh, really? And I'm like, Yeah, because it's that's easier than just. Than just tell them the truth sometimes. Oh yeah, because then you sure. have to explain it. Yeah. Um. So, um. Talk. Went to St. Louis to, to the Royal Rumble. Um. Let's fast forward a little bit. You guys have now bought a ring, bought a promoter's license. What well, was that? A little bit nerve wracking in the sense of like, this is more than a pipe dream. This is like we're putting real money into this, like as a as a company. Hey, thanks. Oh, you and even opened it. <laughs> um, yeah, gamble lights. Yeah, so we're we're putting real money into this, trying to make this a legitimate company. Is that a nerve wracking undertaking? That's a general question. I mean, yeah, I know I, I'm not. Let's let's go with Elvis. Like for you, what was your thoughts? I mean, it was a little nerve wracking, but at the same time, it was kind of exciting because I mean, I feel like. We went about it the right way to where we knew, like, we had all our ducks in a row, and we did our research on everything, and, you know, we found a good deal on a ring, mm-hmm. and it was just, like, the, some of the little details, I know we, we, we'd talked to Geyer, mm-hmm. and, you know... He obviously had been around the, the business side right, of wrestling right. a lot. So, I mean, I think we had a good good footing as far as like Mm -hmm. how to go about things i think like you know so the lake area they have you know half a dozen facilities where that can hold you know some sort of event event you know Mm -hmm. in a ballroom or in a you know basketball gym or whatever Um, so it's it's easy to like run a show in the sense that anybody can buy a ring and Mm -hmm. rent out a room and book some wrestlers but like i think we did it the right way and that we gave ourselves time to promote it properly you know we would do radio for just about every show once we got rolling mm-hmm. we would put flyers up and you know up and down the strip and you know any you know convenience store or whatever that would allow bar us. convenience store yeah, yeah. all the, those different um, places and we did it you know so the lake's a very different beast in the sense that you know it's seasonal from like may to october so those mm-hmm. were the dates that we kind of eyeballed running primarily um you know and then we'd pick our spots when it was slow 
you know, kind of find a big weekend where people were going to be in town and mm-hmm. and Buy kind of fast and try to run like those that. those dates. Otherwise, you're just like you're kind of being a mark by like, oh, hey, I'm going to run a wrestling show, you know, just to run a wrestling show, not right. necessarily to yeah. draw a crowd and. and well, so that's why I think I wasn't like super like nervous about financially because like to me it was a business and to yeah. start a business you have to put money into it and you can always sell your ring right right I mean, that, that, so that's like to me that's not really that's an investment but it's like you can sell that and make your money back tomorrow if right. you needed to so I wasn't too worried but I I, I love that we treated it like a business because it at first in my head I'm like let's start our own wrestling company so we do whatever the fuck we want right but it, it would have turned into like a toy like let's just go lose a bunch of money luckily we sat down and we're like oh let's let's try to do it right because I just want to pretty much go fuck around and have my own business well here's another thing too to think about though and I know you guys are all tight but there's also three people mm-hmm. right so now it's like I, I assume you know 33 and a third right mm-hmm. across the board yeah. so three different ideas three different strategies sometimes that means give and take right and, and like talking and be like okay well this is what I think well I think this you know and trying to not to say that there's arguments but trying to always find that common ground and make sure you're but because I always felt like you guys mindset was trying to put the best product out you could I think yeah all three of us were like this so that helped tremendously because I can't think of any there weren't I, I can't think of any at, at all so we throw an idea and we're like yeah or we're like eh, okay yeah. Yeah, it was I think we're all like like Gamble and I will we're we're like the the wrestlers obviously of of the mm-hmm. three of us and Which so has we, also helped you have two like built in workers already. Yeah, right, right, right. Because right. yeah, well, I mean we don't have to pay you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and you'll you're there to set up the ring <laughs> yeah. and take it down. So And like we're basically like the uh, I I think we can both agree that like Ash is probably like the the one second. <laughs> he's say it. He's the H Nick, you know, yep. of <laughs> of the promotion. <laughs> he's the, I didn't know that's where we're going. Oh, <laughs> oh, well, where are we going? Well, that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh so <laughs> I'm off all yeah, you're track circle now. around now. Oh, I mean, he's maybe the brains, right? Is yeah, that is yeah. that an accurate? I mean, basically, business savvy. So, I felt yeah. that from you. Like you were kind of like looking at this mm-hmm. business perspectives. I know one thing you guys did, which I and this has never been a promoter, so I can't speak to that to any level. But business functions and right. being out there and like showing, like, hey, we're a real company, not just because I think with wrestling too, people probably oftentimes get a bad taste in their mouth because. Wrestlers will always try to pull that carny bullshit, bullshit on yeah. people. So that's and, what they think. I mean, no lie. We had a lady in Eldon when I lived there that she would make gear for us. She would come to the school. She would measure it and make gear. But guess what? The guys, oh, I'll pay you next week. And so she stopped showing up. You know why? Because she got tired of making it for free. That's where, that's where I got the red pants. Right. And, and yeah. so, and, and as you guys know. Playing cards. No, red pants with the black oh, logo. The, the Jeff Strong guys. pants. Okay. Yep, and then Jeff Strong, and then Ethan Warm. Yeah. Huh. But like, or Ethan, then Jeff. Anyone that's ever ordered gear online knows how frustrating it can be, especially if they don't fit like you want. For sure. And, and so having someone in town, it's like, oh, that's fantastic. You know? But that, again, the boys ruined it for everybody, and it sucks. 
and like my thought behind like going to the business socials and stuff was yeah like it was it always surprised me moving to Elden. I think we all probably kind of had uh, you know a a vision in mind of what it was going to be like going to the Harley race. Wrestling. I I thought the performance center. I don't know about yeah. you guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm thinking like state of the art, you know, but it, not at all. Never in my wildest dreams a storage facility, like, like no. one, a garage, not even like basically. A, yeah. Um, because well, yeah, you guys were never there for the one across the KFC, were you? Uh-uh. No. Oh, those yeah. are the glory days, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, it always surprised me that like, you know, because at the time that we moved down, there were probably three, four, you know guys who were signed like and on TV or in FCW and so it seems like a, a school that's making place right in the right. industry yeah. and, and so it, and Eldon's a small town and I was surprised that like these guys aren't well known and like the guys training there aren't somewhat well known like even mm-hmm. like with like Harley Race billboards or something there you know you know supermarket people <laughs> might know who they are no. So, you know, I, well, I'm not sorry to cut you off, but I remember the first time I went there, I said something at a gas station about the wrestling school. What wrestling school? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, there's nothing here. How do you not know about this? Like, it's the only thing in Eldon. Like, how do you not know about that? It's baffling. Like, places, you know, like these small towns where, you know, you know, some baseball player might have made it. Like, I know Joe you. Creedy days. Yeah, from Westway. Yeah, Joe Creedy had a nice baseball career with, you know, some teams, but. He's not like a Hall of Famer or anything, but he's got probably a sign saying birthplace of... They have a parade for him, yeah, I think, every year. Joe Creedy. Yeah. yeah. And here, you know, Harley Race, WWE Hall of Famer, is in, you know, actually training talent in this little town in Missouri, and, like, nobody knows it's there. Nobody knows that these guys are, like, on TV every Monday, you know, or... Some of them didn't even know Harley. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, you'd be like, Harley Race, like, boom, blah, blah, Brown, Harley Race, and this and that, and I'm like, yeah, that guy... He lives in Elvin. I'm like, well, no, he lives the lake, but he's in Elvin all the time. Well, I didn't know that. I've had people ask me before, like, that are more, you know, fans and collectors, like, what would have hardly been like if people was going to come in and take pictures? And I'm like, well, that never really happened. I mean, I think a couple of times maybe, but it was very rare. It wasn't like we had, like, all these marks showing up. I was over there. So I was like, I can't tell you. It never happened, you know? Like, and I don't know if that's just... I'm sure you guys thought, like, when you're in Eldon, you're like, this can't be it. Like, this is not the town. Because I don't know what Eldon, Missouri looks like. So I pull up, and I'm just like, wow, okay, there's Earth Angels, and uh, it's downhill from there. <laughs> it was it was actually a decade ago this past week that Elvis and I moved from Nebraska to the lake area. Crazy to think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We, we Ten years. Um, yeah. Wow. wow. Uh, we left on a Sunday. We just loaded everything we needed into my Jeep Grand Cherokee at the time and drove. So it was a Sunday. Raw was in Kansas City on Sunday. Monday. Uh, Monday. Monday. And then, yeah. SmackDown was in St. Louis on Tuesday. Yeah. And we had our tryout on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, at the air quotes. Yeah. Tryout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right we'll take anybody, but we won't tell you that. <laughs> Um, and, and we, you got three grand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we were talking about it 
That's the tryout. Can you open that checkbook? <laughs> and, that, and that's not that's not a knock on. But, uh, but that's the industry. Yeah, yeah. That's the industry. No one's gonna turn down money. Like no. I mean, we, we were talking about it just yeah. just yesterday. Like I mean, how like life changing that was. We literally packed up our van, like left our parents. It's huge home man. With uh, and with the possibility of making it, you know, being able to train at the school mm-hmm. if we pass this tryout. Because you know, and so many and, people would call it. Do I pass? And I'm like, yeah. what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. You know, so so that's why, like, ideally, if we're going somewhere, we're gonna like get a job, have an apartment set up. Yeah. But we didn't know. Maybe we're not gonna pass this thing. So maybe we're just going right back to Nebraska, or right. you know, who knows where. So up to Canada, like, to storms. land storms or something. So we get to Eldon, and you know, we don't have any of this stuff. We're trying to find. An apartment. We're trying to find a job. Thankfully, you worked at Chili's, and you know we were. Thankfully, <laughs> I don't know. You guys might hate me for that one. Are <laughs> uh, in there? Probably, um, like, probably walked in like, "Hey, the WLW champions here. This can't be that bad a place." <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. It was a Sunday after the camp show, and we went to eat there. I think, or no, or no Lucy Mendez. Had told us, hey, go stop in, go apply at Chili's. Yeah, because I just randomly saw you guys, right? Yeah, we happened yeah. to walk in, and I can see you. Like you come around the corner, that like you just entered in an order or something. You come around that corner, and you're like, hey, what's up, guys? Like, yeah, yeah. Which we, camp we, show was this? This is 2011. You, you two wrestled. Oh, right. Okay, it was the day yeah. after yeah. that that match. Okay, that, right, that because show. they you guys did the camp. Because I, I was familiar. You'd done your tryout already. Then you did the camp, right? Mm-hmm. And so I knew I knew bamboozled into the camp too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did our tryout, and then you guys were like, well, "You guys might have something." So because our tryout yeah, was like in September, September, the late? very end of September. Yeah, and the camp was like first week, first second week of October. October right, yeah. that's right. And so you're like, it's actually perfect timing for you two because just so happens <laughs> you can come spend five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> it might might be a good did opportunity. Did you guys get the two fifty deal? No, we played. He paid five hundred each, oh, sure. and then did the three grand. I remember we were oh, like, "Oh man!" Because we did our tryout. Then we went. You know, you told us that you know we, don't, we won't start you until you do the camp. So we took that opportunity to drive home, kind of catch up with our parents. We're like, they want us to do this camp for like five hundred dollars, and so can we have five hundred dollars to <laughs> continue to pursue this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so it went to like I remember like my our dad. Email, you know, like punched in the money and it like went to this weird account and he's like, I don't know what I just did, but there you go. I forgot about that. Yeah, I remember <laughs> yeah. that now. Like, a weird account? Like some weird, like, I don't know, name, like title for the account. Right. Like it wasn't like Carly Race Wrestling Academy or something. Oh, like I, see, mom I see. Or Link yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah okay. just something, something weird. Yeah. He was like, well, I don't know where that money just went, but. Definitely not a certain someone's pizza phone. <laughs> for sure. Fuck. But, uh, yeah, so I remember that you guys ended up working at Chili's. If I remember right, they kind of dawdled on giving you guys a job. Right, Which right. I remember, like, you guys came in, I feel like, maybe two weeks later, and you're like, yeah, we still, we're still we still hoping to hear something. I'm like, they haven't hired you yet? Like, and so I asked our manager at the time, um, his name was Travis Powell. You suck, dude. <laughs> you suck. And he's like, I think he said something like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at him, definitely. And I'm like... Said, uh, yeah, well, we called him then at some point, and we're like, hey, this is us, and we're just wondering, you know, following up on our application. He's like, yep, 
Definitely still on our radar. <laughs> on our radar. Is what <laughs> word for word. And, and so I remember talking to someone. I was like, we'll hire him. Like, well, we're, we're looking at maybe one of them for, for cook, one of them for server. And I'm like, what? just hire him. They need a job. Like, I'm, I don't know. Well, so fun, fun fact, I'll throw this in there too. I know this is a little all over the place, but I got Simon Gotcha a job there too. <laughs> He he, he he needed a job, and this was the previous general manager, Kelly Cost. Um, just, you also suck, too. Just, just, we'll keep that one out there. I, I told he needed a job, and he was in a bad way financially. And so I was like, well, come up to Chili's. They might be hiring. He does his application. He actually applied for the QA job. But they weren't really using that anymore. And so she, she's like, if he, you think he'd be a fry cook? I was like, he'll take anything. Without even speaking to him, I knew he would. I told him at training. She's like, yeah, whatever. And so she hires him. Uh, he made them all mad. Like, let's just say that. <laughs> like, like, like some of them, like, legitimately, like, I hate him. Like, that, you know. And, and, and he, he's the type of individual where he can generate that type of heat, right, sure. if he wants to. Yeah. And, like, I remember him showing up on his shifts. He had his wrist taped up. Like, why does he do that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> so, work fry? Yeah. Well, that avocado ranch, you know. <laughs> and so, anyway, um, I can't remember. I don't think they fired him. I think he ended up quitting, and he got a better job, which, I, I mean, I'm like, I knew I was, like, either, about, I, was, I was either going to get signed or I wasn't. But at that point, it was as close as I, was ever, as I had ever been. And I knew, like, if it didn't happen now, it probably won't. So I'm like, I'm out of here pretty soon anyway. So my manager, Kelly Cost, was like, you told me, um, what, did she, what did she say? You told me I should hire him. I said, no. <laughs> I told you he needed a job. And I was very specific yeah. with the words that I used. And because uh, <laughs> she did not like him very much, but... But yeah, I mean that. But that was the thing. Is like, it was Chili's, you know. Like it was a job. It was a means to an end. <laughs> Chili's. Yeah. I, I remember specifically, like, I mean, driving into Osage Beach that first night we ever laid eyes on the town. We were like driving past stores, and we we're like, oh, Staples, maybe we could apply there. Yeah. You know, High V, maybe there. Chili's, nope, never, never gonna work there. Never Not told him to do the, that life, the server life. But yeah, we were. I never thought I'd be a waiter. You know what I mean? And I did it for like four years. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. But, yeah. Kind of fast-forwarding on that. So you spent some time in WLW. All of us did. Um, And then, you know, you start doing this on your own company. You do some shows. What was, I think, what was the biggest eye-opening experience, if I could use that term, as a promoter of... Does that make sense of, like, people not getting wrestling or, or, or having to sell someone I'm like no if we bring wrestling to this venue this will be a good thing the biggest one I remember always dealing with was uh, they wanted to charge a crazy amount for rooms for like a ballroom or for a building at, at, at like a, a resort place yeah, right? or a building to use they wanted to charge crazy amounts and I'm like why wouldn't you take anything because right now that That's room is sitting empty Right, and I'm about to let's say give you seven hundred fifty dollars, and bring people here that will buy your alcohol. Right, and you're still saying no. Like as I never understood 
that aspect. I understand they got to make money, but that building can't be making money sitting there empty. You know what I mean? Mostly, I'm thinking about the main event. Yeah, that yeah, lady. No, I, I knew what you were talking oh, about. Okay. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like I just, we, I don't know what she, fifteen hundred dollars or something. I think that's what Saturday she originally night. wanted. Which, for 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 one night show yeah. for your Saturday on the strip. That's what you're paying. Is what how she pretty much put it. And so you're looking at like, okay, well, how do we make money then? Yeah, right? How do we make our money back? You know, right? Um, and pay the boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's can be stressful if you, you know, because we had a bomb scare too, which, you know, that's an eye opening experience in itself. For because, sure. You know, you you don't. Well, and I'm sure you probably feel like, okay, do we not do everything we needed to, you know? Because yeah. it's like, do we not promote enough? Do we not hang the flyers? I mean, I also think a, a big thing with live professional wrestling, this was obviously before COVID, but it was, it's hard to get people out of their house sometimes, right? I mean, right. on TV, you have any wrestling ever at your fingertips. So why do I need to go to this live show and pay more money, you know? And so I think that's something we fight as well. And so... And people are like, yeah, you can rent the room. It's fifteen hundred dollars. It's like, like you said, wh- why don't you cut us a deal the first time, right? If right. she was like, hey, we'll do it for five hundred the first time, but you know, boost up your alcohol sales <clears throat> or something, right? And then, and, and if she realizes like, okay, this actually worked because we did sell a lot of alcohol, mm-hmm. maybe we'll keep these guys. Like, can that's, you guys do once a month or whatever? And that's why it was nice at uh, what was it, Horny Toad, Camden mm-hmm. on the Lake, where Dexter that. The, the general manager there he seemed to get it like because yeah. I remember we had our meeting in the boardroom and he was like so you guys want to have a show you know kind of do something regularly um, you don't have a lot of money to spend so we're going to kind of work with you on it we're going to massage the relationship I'll say because he was straight business yeah you know he kind of you know, he saw bit, but... he saw the upside mm-hmm. you know that we were trying to to bring in and unfortunately, that first show kind of put a sour taste in everybody's mouth because that was like yeah, on a Wednesday night, and we had promoted the heck. Out that was of the that. only day he'd give us. Yeah, but we're we're gonna take it because like Ash said, yeah. we're gonna massage this. We're gonna do a Saturday, then we're gonna do monthly Saturdays. And but da, that's da, da, da. that's the thing. It's a Wednesday night, it's a Wednesday, and you and you almost know it's not gonna work. Yeah. Right, and so it was still I think kind of summer because it was August. Yeah, it was August. August. It was like 12th August eighth. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So we were like, well, if we're going to do a Wednesday show, we're going to do it at least still during the season and not in yeah. October or November. Oh, yeah. That would have been bad. And so, yeah, that rolled around in, like, I don't know, 30 people. And we got, you know, some, yeah. And and I can see, like, in the video, watching it back, like, I can see Dexter and, like, the event planner girl that we were working with kind of standing in the back for the first match or two, kind of arms crossed and looking like, around. Where are all the people at? Yeah. yeah. And then pretty soon match two rolls around and they disappear for the rest of the night. But okay. in two hours, we did $400 worth of alcohol sales. Right. So that, me, that needs to count oh, or something. I think that was a Saturday show. Yeah, that was. Yeah, the Wednesday show was not good. But, but if, if I'm, again, and this is different because I get wrestling, and I think that's sometimes the disconnect. The average person doesn't get it because if you were doing MMA, you set up tables for a hundred bucks, people will pay for it. Yep. They're not gonna do that for professional wrestling. It just it's it's different in that regard. And so it's one of those things where if I'm running this thing and you guys are like we're gonna promote this wrestling show, I'm like maybe I need to do what can I do? Let's mm-hmm. make this mm-hmm. a success. As you said, to build that relationship. And I don't know if he did or not. I'm not sure. We but. ended up having another show. 
Yeah, we had a Saturday. You gave us a Saturday. We had another show there in November. So still off out of season. Yeah. But he gave us a Saturday. He went from the nice room which we were in originally to a much smaller room, you know, based on the amount of people that we drew the first time. It was like you guys might not need this bigger room Uh, next time. So we'll give you this one, you know, at the same price and see what happens. And it was better. Yeah. Turnout yeah. was better on Saturday. We had the tables matched. Tables we were matched. trying to really whatever we can you know, do to give that was another like like not thing. a gimmick match, right? Yeah. It's like kinda like door. if we put a cage match on the flyer, people will come because it's a cage match, mm-hmm. you know, or something. Yeah, I get that. So that's what we did there. Remember that was around the time where we were doing the socials like every so like Tuesday. Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Yeah. Every Tuesday. Heroes. And like Fuck that guy. Larry Bob Larry Bob you suck (laughs) (laughs) I don't know you but just based on their opinion I don't like you either pal Uh, but his name really Larry Bob (laughs) 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 we almost had a spit take (laughs) was it though (laughs) yeah like shoot I don't know for sure but that's definitely whatever everybody in town called him they knew him by Larry Bob so I always thought yeah that's his name I wonder if his name so I assume his name is Lawrence or Larry and they're just like (laughs) his name is Larry Bob I don't know but I wonder if they're like I could call you Larry but that just ain't enough Larry Bob I like it. I don't know. That's just so weird to me. We're getting off track here. We are. <laughs> we had, I'm going to take it off the rails a little bit further. Just so you, I just want to know if you ever heard of the Larry Wood, uh, what was it? The, Up in Camden, that area. Yeah, the uh, resort. What's the word I'm looking for? Mar- uh, Mar- water bar. Water bar. Larry Wood. Oh, yeah. I've heard of it for sure, yeah, but I, I don't. He I was don't. owned that for, yeah. for I don't know. X amount of years, I guess. I got gotcha. you. I didn't even know that. That's why it's Larry Wood. Larry, Larry Bob. Larry Bob. Larry's on the link. He's got the mm-hmm. rip-off Larry Wood Oh, yeah, we went and talked to that girl, too. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different story. It is. Go <laughs> ahead. Uh, you got to be proud of that name to put Larry, a Larry Wood <laughs> thing out. Wow. Anyways, I can remember going to these socials on Tuesday nights or whatever and around that time of the year, and we were like... The reason to go to the socials was obviously to get our name out there and promote whatever show we had coming up at the time and in November, October, November in there that was the tables match coming up and I can remember like kind of schmoozing it up with these like old people that was the general crowd at these (laughs) socials, you know, old you know, like realtors or rich people that can drink on a Tuesday and be okay. were, were they looking at you guys at all like, oh, you do that wrestling stuff and kind of give you that that weird like smile? I think a lot, a of, lot of that, yeah. And yeah. like we're in like dress shirts and ties. You're trying to represent yeah. your company and this industry. I get yeah, it. Shoes. We could have showed up in wrestling t-shirts and gym shorts, but right. We wanted to be taken seriously, and, right? You know, like as a company, and because well, it's so easy now to take wrestlers seriously. Or people, like, promoting wrestling, right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> and, like, I can remember around the time that we were promoting the tables match, like, me and Jack, you know, we're like, hey, you want to come see? We're kind of playing it up in front, of, in front of these people. And they're kind of, they're eating it up, whether it's, you know, their alcohol is affecting their, you know, judgment but well, they, they were into it. Yeah, we're they're playing into it, and we're playing it up, and it's like 
I thought there was a good chance that we might see a lot of them show up to the shows, but maybe even as like, well, I like those guys. Let's go support their deal. Right, right, right. Or they'll that. tell somebody they know that does like wrestling, like, mm-hmm. oh, well, my aunt's cousin's kids like wrestling. Yeah. I'll send them because I send you guys the social. Yeah, I mean, it's not unlike like at work where I probably need ten hands to count all the people who like promise to show up to a show <laughs> and buy right. a ticket. And then I probably need one hand to count the actual number of people. You got those people. Well, I don't know what I'm doing that day. I'm like, well, if you buy this ticket, this is what you're doing. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to, you know, commit. Basically, it's like better plans may come. (laughs) So I can't can't commit to this wrestling (laughs) stuff. I don't know how many times I heard the story. Next time you wrestle in town, you let me know I'm coming. And I'm like, I've been wrestling in town for like six years at Oklahoma at this point. Like... (laughs) All over the place. There's people that wouldn't come to Eldon because it was too far to from, watch me wrestle. From the but lake? No, that I grew up, and I grew up 45 minutes away, and they're like, oh, that's too far. Yeah. Let me know if you have to come to Lynn. So then we go to Lynn. Sure. Same motherfuckers didn't show up. And I'm like, I'm here. I'm like, here. This is as close as I can get, ever. Unless we do a show at your house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I get it. We've had people, like, buy tickets, like, Literally yep. buy tickets, give us money, and, and then not show up. Don't get it. Yeah. Well, actually, speaking of that, that camp show that year, I don't know if you guys know this, I, I was at Chili's, and I told uh, the person running the show, I was like, hey, I'm going to try to sell some tickets at work. Is that cool? He's like, yeah. So I took 10 tickets. Golden Circle, ringside. I was like, hey, if anyone wants to go to the show, it's going to be awesome. Let me know. I sold them all, like right there. 10 tickets, and I was like, hmm. So I went back, handed the money. It's like, hey, I sold 10 tickets. It's like, you want some more? It's like, yeah, give me some uh, general admission. 15. Sold them all. The next day, I was at work. Really? So I sold 25 tickets, and I remember thinking, like, wow. Maybe that's the key. I, you have to, like, here, buy this. But very few of them came. Some came, but I think I sold, I think I sold 25 tickets, and I think seven people came. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm like, well, it sucks for the crowd, but we have their money, right? They, so they, that's they technically supported me, right? So it's right? like I can't be upset by that, but it's just like that's so weird. Um, before I run to use the restroom, yeah, you have talking about the tables, man. Mm-hmm. Social, a guy bet you money, didn't he? Or bet me money mm-hmm. that yes. you were gonna win? Yeah, and we got twenty bucks out of him. Because you, cause you yeah. know the finish already? Yeah, because he did show up. He did, he did show up. And he I, paid up? Yeah. 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 Legit. He, did he pay me that night at the show? Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like if someone hands you a 20, like, hey, 20 on black. You're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for dinner. I totally forgot. Oh, about man, that. that one sticks with me because, like, he, he, I thought, jokingly said about the... I thought the bet was a joke. Right. I think, of course. Yeah, it's dude. pro wrestling. Nope. <laughs> Straight and money. I was like, that's, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a real thing. So so looking back on it, did you did you think these business socials were a, a positive thing? Did they, did they work in the way you were hoping they would work? I, I think they did, you know, in... Because I think there were different groups of people. Some people looked at us like, like, oh, that's nice. These three young guys are trying to 
you know, run a business and whatnot. And then there were some who were like, oh, well, that's silly. And then yeah. some who were like, you know, well, you know, wrestling. You know, they're wasting their time. They're just here for the free food. Oh, you yeah, want to know food. what I think is silly? I think that open up a store completely dedicated to cheese is Goddamn a, right a little silly. Uh, no crackers? <laughs> we don't know. We never been... I, think I, I need to know. I, I, I need to know more about the cheese we're, store. We're not going to name drop the name. It's a cheese store. I'll I'll name drop it. I'm not going back there. Do it. Harmy's cheese and wine. Now. And wine. You, you suck. suck. So so this individual had just a cheese store. Yeah. yeah only yeah. like far edge. It's, it's a terrible. Too location. much direction because I won't be able to go there. But terrible location and gone off the rails. <laughs> so bad. That's what they did, and they, for some reason, did not like us. Why is that? I don't know. I always felt they didn't like Maybe us. Maybe it was because Ash won, like, $800. So, oh, yeah, they didn't uh, help. So every week, in order to entice people to show up, Chris. you would bring your business card, throw it in a, a little jar, thing, yeah. and, you know, different businesses would donate, like, a, a, you know, a cool cup and yeah. cup. Gift like for a, quick a car, car wash. And then the big prize every week was $100, like crisp $100. And we just happened to have our cards drawn out, my, myself specifically, several times. A bunch. And then... So they were getting, like, mad. Yeah. yeah. Like you were working it or something? And, and then a couple times toward the end of it... Like I guess to really get people to show up, it was they were gonna give away five hundred dollars oh. once a month, yeah. and like the very first time that happened, I won, and like so, I so was you getting got, you got mean stares. Then. I was getting booed as I walked up. Oh, dude, seriously, that sure. one especially the five hundred. <laughs> they were because they'd already seen you win a couple times. Yeah, I want to like, say this guy like, at least three times he won the hundred, and then the yeah. five hundred. That was yeah. like the and a couple it. times it was in a row, and it was oh, it was yes. one of those things where like our business cards were. Were portrait, yes, rather than landscape. So when they to be different, sure. Yeah, so when they pulled it out of the thing, if they held it a certain way, you knew it was, it was going to be one of us. Yeah, yeah. And so people were like, because everybody's like on the edge of their seat, who's going to win the five hundred dollars? Who's going right, to win the hundred dollars? Right. And all of a sudden they hold the card like this, and it's like everybody just looks at us. And like, <laughs> yeah. Unless I'm mistaken, it was always Ash out of the three of us. Darren, you, I won, won one, one time. Okay. Yeah. Jack. I was, so, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jack. I was going to let that one slide. Because at that social, that's who I was. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, well, I mean, I think, but does that hurt your business though? I mean, I think maybe if you already don't like pro wrestling, you're like, nah, you know, cheese, maybe I don't like these guys. Those cheese store people, they started, because it was just the couple, they yeah. started bringing their kids that were early 20s to this, to these socials and put, having them put a business card in there, too. Because every person got to put one business card in. So, like, yeah, they were trying to, oh, well, these three always win. Oh, so they were because there's yeah. three separate cards. Right, they're see. bringing more, they started bringing their kids and... I don't know, that rubbed me the wrong way, too, because it's not like, those kids don't run that business. Like, right. we run this business, so that's why we're all three here. Yeah. yeah. Those socials are a little cliquish. Like, the cheese store people were tight with some other people there. and uh, But, I mean, I think we may have talked about it this last time. Like, we did pay it forward because we did host one of the socials. Yeah, and we got to... 
the, the person hosting pays that four hundred dollar bill for the giveaway, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. We put in hundred dollars that night. One more social story I remember. <laughs> so there was the East Side Social and the West Side Social. Oh yeah. And one was like on a Tuesday, one was on a Thursday each week. Uh, and over on the uh, West Side, the best Talk side. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember uh, we walk in and whoever's hosting, whatever business is hosting social, it's an older guy, like 50s, 60s. He sees us come in in our ties and looking real sharp. And he's Dapper. Like, he's like, Dapper, yeah. What company are you guys from? And we said, you know, we run a professional wrestling company. And his eyes got so big and he like treated us like kings. Like, I'm pretty sure he thought we were with WWE, like even if we were just like the road crew or something. And maybe, <laughs> and maybe you don't correct him, right? Like yeah. he was like, we'll ride that out. Because <laughs> he he's like, whoa, like what are you guys doing in Sunrise Beach? And we're like, oh, we're just like, I don't dare. And it's like, we're just driving through or whatever. Yeah, because that's. You let him believe what he wants. What he, what exactly. he thinks. Exactly. Yeah. You just kind of play along. It's like, were you guys at the Scott is... Trade Center last time? Uh, we weren't personally, but we know some people. Right, but yeah. yeah. It's, been, it's been a while, but yes. Yeah, I remember he brought some people, like he would introduce us specifically to people. Like, here, this is Gateway Elite to Wrestling. That guy was so cool, yeah. Is he remember what his name was? No. But he sold pictures. Right now. You remember Larry Bob, but not this guy. I used to have his business. No, he was involved with Phoenix Home Restoration. Oh, the yeah. Phoenix one. Okay, yeah. Ironically, I was like in between actual jobs at the time. Shoot and job. Like we we had such a like connection with this guy, he seemed to like us. I was in the rock and the hard place. I was like, Do I go actually apply for a job with this guy and you know, ruin the illusion of Burst the bubble a little yeah. bit, yeah. Or do I just forget about it and let him think what he thinks and so I just never went and applied yeah I mean I think one thing too that's interesting about doing this all the stories right like you probably didn't think like all these weird people you'd meet and just promoting a wrestling company right that's not I mean that kind of jogged this all jogged my memory a little bit like talking about weird people you guys are going to really help to help me out because I can't remember the details of this, but like this isn't even wrestling related. It's just like weird people that we met at these socials <laughs> <laughs> stories. Which you, why does wrestling? Because I always thought wrestling. Why are wrestlers just, the most normal? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought wrestling always brought out the crazy. But like we were at business socials so and we met some <laughs> insane people. So there was always help me remember the this. One gentleman, I want to say we saw him at both sides of the lake, both socials. He was always by himself, and he got Derek Jack's <laughs> number one time. Oh, yeah, he would fucking call me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was What was his bit business? It was a pyramid scheme, dog. <laughs> I, do you, I called you on Black Friday. Do you remember yeah. his name? Oh, no, <laughs> shit. Oh, so there was a guy. Were you guys what? around the guy at Chili's that was trying to get everyone on the pyramid the, scheme? Was it the supplement? Yeah, I think we were there around that time. Yeah. I remember the management had to legitimate tell him like, "Got to stop trying to sell your stuff to people <laughs> here," because I remember he was like, "I got this great protein." It's yeah. like, "I'll buy protein from yeah. you." 
you need to come to this meeting and you can get a new Beamer. And I'm like, not interested in that, but I will buy your protein because you're saving me a trip to Jeff City. Dude, this meeting's what you need to do. And I'm like, no. I completely forgot about it yeah. until we started talking about it. I don't remember what he was saying, but he would call me or something like or whatever. Every, like, like, one month, time he like wanted he, you to go like to Kansas him. City with him or something. To, yeah. Yeah. to the boat. <laughs> and the joke was like, if you go with him, you might not come back. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's how we were going to go together. Well, I mean, as you know, there's a lot of, you see a lot of the same faces in pro wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. And, and there's a few guys, like, there's a guy, I won't mention his name, but he's invited me to his house numerous times. Not just me like, solely, but, like, you guys. Why you come to my house mm-hmm. and we can watch WrestleMania? And, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, no, I mean, like, you live, like, two hours away, so, like, we're good. Thank you, though. I mean, we appreciate it. Right. And, like, cool, to me, man. like, with the marks, and I, and I don't mean that derogatory. I always try to be nice because I'm like, they're spending money, right? I well, mean, right. we were marks. That's right. I mean, if, if they're going to come to our shows and support wrestling, I, sure. I always appreciate that and yeah. I'll always be cordial. I'm not going to go hang out with you in my downtime, but I'll be nice. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, anytime he would bring that mm-hmm. up, I'm like, I appreciate it, but someone here is going to order it. We're going to watch it. And he always just kind of smile like, and nod at me. And was, like, was he waiting for the, the return invite, you think? I don't know. Because <laughs> it didn't come. But it was just always like such an awkward thing. But I mean, you know, I've actually heard stories like Owen Hart used to crash with fans all the time, and he probably saved a ton of money. Oh, I bet he did. Well, because like, well, you and I have been to Japan, mm-hmm. and like the fans over there, they are different because like they want to take you out to eat right, and, right. and drink and they oh, and they and they'll pay for fucking everything because they want to hang out with you. So like, for instance, if that guy saw all of us and was like, guys, let's go to the you know the pizza ranch, we're like, let's do it. You know, like <laughs> if it's on him, let's go. Like, but it's one of those things where it's like if he's like, hey guys, let's go to Steak and Shake. We're like. No, we're good. <laughs> I don't really want to spend time with you. If he's like, it's on me, it's like, let's go. Right, right. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, exactly. that just, that's the, I think that's the difference. But So, like, in the, the Japanese fans, like, yeah, they pay for everything. So that's, but they get to feel cool for a couple of hours. All the right. wrestlers are hanging out with us. It makes sense. <laughs> but, um, man, we got way more friends. <laughs> Was there anything else we wanted to, we wanted to touch on? We were not wrapped up on time, but we got a little bit of time left. So, but I want to, if there's something Money. specific we need to... The cheese store. Let's see, because I didn't know the cheese people. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know about Larry Bob. I didn't know Larry about your, your pyramid scheme, pal. Oh, man, I forgot about the pyramid scheme guy. <laughs> that fucked me up. That, cause I, cause <laughs> you said that, and I'm like, oh, shit, he did used to call me. So, yeah, that guy, he... Uh, like, I remember... So, at this place where they had this social on the other side... There was like this outdoor area where you could go and and we'd go out there with Jack so we could smoke and it was dark <laughs> out and and all of a sudden like there's a voice behind like we thought we were out there by ourselves and but there's this voice and it's like hey you guys like I got something for you like yeah that's yeah creepy. yep <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, got, I got something you guys might be interested in. I blocked all this out. Like, <laughs> and watching a movie right now. And it's like, a, this. like a cliffhanger. He was like, I'll bring my business cards next week and we'll sit down and talk. 
Okay. Like, <laughs> like, oh, like, what just happened? Like, and then <laughs> that was it. He left. And, well, <laughs> what's he got for us? Like, like, we, like it could be great and like. Did you ever find out? It was this pyramid. <laughs> pyramid oh, 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 I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So then, like the next week, we show up and we're like, okay, is this guy gonna like? Because it's on our minds, like, and you know, he finds a moment where we're available, and he's like, hey, you guys want to go do this now? And, Yep. <laughs> In my head, God about that. 100% drug deal is about to go down. <laughs> like, this is what it seems like. All of a sudden, he's like, so I got a question. How much money do you spend on laundry detergent? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, a lot, actually. Tell me more. He needs this little power disc. I, it was, I want to say his was protein or some kind of drink, yeah, too. Yeah. Something that he was like, this, our leader... Is like changing life. Like I don't know, he had a leader and changing yeah. lives. <laughs> <laughs> and he wanted you specifically to go to a conference with him because you yeah. have like the, I'm not sure the three, I guess. How he ended up with your number, whether you gave it to him or, it or maybe you gave card. him the business maybe card. It was the business card because it was my personal cell phone number because yeah, that's the one I'm gonna have all the time. I know you were yeah. still like on overnights or something, mm-hmm. and I, I remember you coming and telling us one day that you know. You were still, you were asleep. You had just gotten home from work. It was like, you know, middle of, it was like late morning, early afternoon. Your phone rang and you picked it up and it was like, hey, Darren, this is so-and-so. And uh, he's just asking you if you wanted to go to Kansas City with him or something. And you're, I'm pretty sure you said like, I just got off work or something. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't. I, and you just never heard anything from him ever again, basically. Because he stopped showing up the business. Like, after he was like, we're going to do this, and he gave us the business cards, he, like, stopped showing up. Yeah. But, but then he, yeah, and then, but then he'd start calling me. I can just. But he's not showing up on Tuesdays. So it's super weird. I just picture you waking up, like, half asleep from, from getting home from work and, like, <laughs> Just being shocked and confused when you I, hear I, his voice, like, who is this? You know what, and, and we're trying to run a business, mm-hmm. so I, even if I think it's a pyramid scheme or whatever, it's like, I want to be... You have to be nice to the guy. Nice to him, yeah. because I don't want him to go back to any business social and talk shit, mm-hmm. even though I know he usually sits by himself and nobody talks to him, yeah. but I, I just don't, you know, I want, I want to represent us good, too. It, so it was super weird. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, I, I don't think I can go. He's like, all right, well, I think it'd be good for you. To he smiled and nodded his head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, dude, I, man, I fucking forgot about that guy. Because yeah. he looked, because like after that, he just disappeared, right? I don't remember him being. I mean, he may have croaked. I don't know. <laughs> say, I don't but, remember him being a business social. Like when we threw a business social, I don't think he was there. Or he might. Yeah, I don't know. He may have pitched his pyramid. Dis- to the wrong people and <laughs> they might have told him like hey don't do that anymore I don't I mean because it could be there was a guy at my work funnily enough was there was a pyramid scheme back in the 80s called Amway I don't know I, I don't know what it is or details about it but um, my uncle got in it, on it big and I guess tried to sell my dad on it and try, you know everyone else and so anyway this guy at my work was talking about side business he goes oh yeah I used to sell Amway and so I knew right away what it was. Yeah. And so the other guys were like, Amway, what's that? Because well, it's his product. I don't remember what the product was. He's explaining it to me. And like, well, how, how did it work? I was like, well, so I, I'm selling it. And then, you know, I try to get people underneath me and sell it. 
And then, you know, they get people underneath them to sell it. And the guy's like, oh, like a pyramid scheme. He's like, uh, yeah, yeah, basically that's what it is. And it just, it's just, it's one of those things where I don't, I don't know, pyramid schemes have never been something I've been roped into. Although I have had random people I went to high school with, hey, how's it going? You ever heard of this? And one of them was this energy drop. That you put underneath your tongue. I don't know if you guys ever oh, seen that. I think so. I think it so. tastes horrible. And she was like, I know you like energy drinks. So this, you just put under your tongue, and now you don't have to drink them. And I'm like, I like drinking them. That's why I do. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, it just, uh, that that's, uh, pyramid schemes are a thing. But anyway. Awesome. Um, perfect time real quick. Because um, I just want to pee. You're still talking about pyramid schemes. And we were. about the energy drink. Yes. Do you guys remember that real, like, peppy girl that put shit in our drinks when she uh, had a function and it was supposed to help my brain? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you shouldn't uh, doze off pretty quick after that, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily. All of a sudden you wake up and a guy's like, hey, I got an opportunity for you. <laughs> That that that's actually probably the same company. I can't think of what it's called, but they had energy. They had so I think brain functions and things like that. Too. I think that her name was Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Kelly. Oh, and her. And then, so there, yeah. There's more to that. Story yeah, too. yeah. Like like, like wrestling related. Yes, we can get it back to <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> yeah, uh, I helped. <laughs> what, was, what was what she sold? Like it was on her. I don't know. It was like it, it wasn't. It was, what's the Austin one? Alpha Brain or whatever. It was like yeah, yeah. One two three. Connor. It's not that one, but she was... Well, yeah. this company, like the the energy one, they had that stuff too, all different kinds. Yeah. And they were like, you just dab them in your mouth. And you were in the bathroom, I was telling them basically what this girl hit me up on Messenger. I know you like energy drinks, you need to try these. And she goes, the best thing is, you don't have to drink energy drinks. And I'm like, but I like drinking them. <laughs> like, that's, that's, why, I, that's why I do. So, and I tried it and it was god awful. Advocare. 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 I've heard yeah. of Advocare. Advocare. That's kind of like Avon, right? It's, it's like, like a mail order thing. thing. I have no idea. But this Kelly, she was always at these socials and like hobnobbing with people who look good. Like, that's a good word, hobnobbing. I like <laughs> oh, that yeah. one. She was nice to us, but with, like, she usually didn't stop by. Yeah, we always so, the, the important ones. Yeah. But then I think she found out that we were, like, she never really paid attention tested that much but then she found out we were a wrestling company and so one time she came over and like chit chatted with us and I think the big point of that was to tell us that she once dated Randy Orton and yeah uh, and not just so yeah she and we're like you did not like (laughs) like, I I know what Randy Orton looks looks like and you're standing right in front of me (laughs) (laughs) But I don't believe you for a second. <laughs> kind of like when uh, years ago when Richard yeah. said he uh, met someone off Craigslist and you know had a date, and you were like, I don't believe it. <laughs> and like she, then she went on. She was like, Yeah, there, like, you know, I go, to, I go to shows, and at this time, she was like, I go to shows, and we like make out in the in the stands before the shows. And like, her and ex boyfriend Randy Orton because they used yeah, to go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I don't think that really, like, whether or not you two are together, I think, or not, like, I don't think that's hap- that happens at, like, shows before, like, Raw or house shows. Or well, anything. of like, course not. That's why they have <laughs> hotel rooms. Yeah. Like, I don't think, you know, 
<laughs> so was she a rat? I don't, I don't know. I don't, we, but we like no sold it, and right. I think she never talked to us again, and that no. was fine. Yeah. But yeah, that's my that's that's yeah. a story about it. <laughs> about her. That's all I'm gonna say about that. So you know what? When we started this, I didn't expect it to be the weird people you meet at business socials. <laughs> oh yeah. But I'm enjoying this. So I like it, man. Like I, feel, I feel like that's like such a, a thing people don't really get is. And, and honestly, that's kind of what my show has always been about is like people that we have met in real life that don't understand pro wrestling because no one really does. And, and if anything, that's what we got out of going to the business socials and, yeah. and, and like going and trying to book venues and such. It's, it's the, you know, people that we met, like, you know, we never really got like a venue booking or right. anything beneficial company wise you know nobody who said they were going to show up ever actually showed up to a show but maybe one maybe the, the guy who gave you 20 bucks for the that tables the, match what is one? who did we get some decent sponsors out of it or is that just never mind we just showed up to there and they came to a mm-hmm. show and they turned it good um but you find out that like so, so you, we get these stories and we find out that like all these people like there's not really many professions where people think they know everything about it, but know nothing about it, you know? <laughs> True. Sure, sure. That's sure. fucking, yeah. That's like, all, that's... Okay, full disclosure. We all went to a batting cage today, right? Yeah. I, I have not swung a baseball bat since I was like 14 years old. And even, and I'm sure all of us can agree, getting in there, that was like, very eye-opening, like, wow, like, this was not easy. I was, I was so nervous. I never hit a baseball ever. Right, I mean, I was but I mean, so nervous. Even, like, I know you played college ball. Actually, I think you did as well, right? Just high school. I, but, I mean, still, you played baseball uh-huh. for a while. So stepping into the batting cage was like, wow, this is difficult. At no point, if I had a wooden bat and was good about to hit a 100-mile-an-hour fastball, would I think, oh, yeah, I had a chance. There's no way. <laughs> no way. Like, no, I'm like, Henry Rowan Gardner, last, my feet in the last part of the batter's box you know like there's no, like I would be so nervous up there so why is it people look at wrestling like oh, I can do that no you couldn't like you have no idea like people don't even understand the, the fundamental basics of what it takes to be in this industry and that's always been baffling to me like they, they have no idea how intricate it is and how yeah. much like more than just like you know being able to lift somebody up right and throw them down you know goes into it and you know I, I guarantee you like Almost all those people, all the guys specifically at the social, like, you know, they feel like they could be on the card just as much as, <laughs> as anybody who's trained for a decade or, mm-hmm. or that yeah. sort of thing. And it's like, you, you never go to like the hospital and see a doctor doing surgery and be like, here, let me take care of that. And let me step <laughs> in. I have no training, no yeah. knowledge of what you're doing at all, but I got this, you know save it for another time if we don't have time this time but on the other side of the of that when we started looking for like let's because like i knew harley used to because my karate instructor did a wrestling match Mm -hmm. so i used to go around find some like important slash just known local people train them a little bit put them in a match to kind of boost sales so we started thinking about which is kind of baffling that harley did that actually blows my mind but he did that a lot apparently i i only know about my karate instructor that's where there's a few others though yeah he did it a lot so we started thinking like maybe we can bring one of these guys in and for a sport where 
a lot of people think, oh, yeah, I can jump in there and do that. When you start, like, kind of offering that idea, they're like, oh, well, well, I, I, I don't know. Like, oh, I, don't, I don't know if I can do that. Uh, Steve? Planet, not Planet Fitness. Uh, Steve? Oh, Steve. Planet Fitness? Yeah. I thought he'd be all about it. And he, mm-hmm. it, when we kind of pitched it, mm-hmm. guy that worked at a gym. In shape, probably. In shape. Thought he could do it. Hey, well, how about this one-off match? We'll show you how to do it. We'll show you what you need to do. It seemed like no desire, yeah. which blew my mind. But we knew he wasn't even like, you know, we knew he wasn't trained, so we weren't even going to have him like learn how to bump. I think it was just going to be like the enforcer. He was just going to... No, he was, it but was just a, a pose down. A pose down with, oh, with, with this Britain. Britain right? Yeah. Like, happens to be here. And a straight oiled up. Are you talking about Britain, one tough Tucker? <laughs> Tucker, who's always working on top? And the one sleeping over there? Yeah. yeah. Well, put him over again. Yeah. So we go in and we talk to this guy and we're like, hey, you know, I don't, we're just going to run this past you. And, you know, we got, you know, we run a wrestling company. You know, you're, you got a nice, good physique. We got another guy. We kind of need to fill a segment, and you know, we you're, you know, because uh, at that point all three of us worked out there, right? You know, you're you know a lot of people know you at Anytime Fitness. He was, was a it, yeah. personal trainer, and he kind of ran the office a little bit. So yeah. he's so dealing like, with a lot of people. I always see him going up to people, chit chatting. So right, so these people see that he's on this show. Oh, that's cool. Stevens gonna be on this thing. Let's uh, go check let's it go out. Support him, right? As soon as the words, you know, would you be interested in being part of that came out of our mouths, I think we instantly regretted it about the look on his face because he was like, like this flattering look, but like, of course I would not be interested in doing that. Smug. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, one more quick story. Um, I promoted with WLW a show at my hometown of Sand Springs. You were on that gamble. Yes, sir. Um, I don't know if you know this because it didn't go anywhere so I never really brought the story up but um, we in doing that show I, ha- I was working with a lady and she fought me on everything well I think this is what we charge for tickets well I think we should charge less but we don't this is what we charge mm-hmm. well, we, well last weekend we did a some stupid thing in homecoming dance or bone yeah, and we, we do five dollar tickets and that works better and I'm like this is like live event wrestling this is different I mean I'm sorry but it's not the same as your, like, rodeo roundup crap that you get. I mean, so it, we're doing a $10 ticket, $5 ring, 15 ringside. I, I think that that's okay. And so she finally agreed. But she fought me on everything. But anyway, there was a teacher that I went to high school with. And he was very, like, first day of school, he dressed up like Elvis. Funny guy. Like, always, like, very into it. Dressed up like you? <laughs> Presley, the, oh, the, the, the oh. original Elvis. My Elvis, apologies. Sorry, I was kind of lost. It's like, man, I'm but he was a very wrestling that wrong. It's like, he, yeah. he, he was a funny guy. I had heard rumor he was like independently wealthy and donated his check back, but I don't, I don't know that for sure. But like, he was a teacher everybody loved. Everyone right. talked about him. He was so funny. He was so cool. He would, he would do things in the talent show, and he would sing for a band. Yeah, he would do whatever he needed to do because he just loved the kids. So I hit him up. I was like. So I asked Harley first. He's like, see if he wants to be a manager. Okay. I hit him up, and he messaged me back. And it, it, We're not speaking face-to-face, so that there's a disconnect there. Right. But I could tell by his message back, and when you're, right when you said that, it, again, 
refresh my memory, mm-hmm. I could tell he was like not at all comprehending what I was asking him to do. And he didn't show up at the show, so like and I didn't it didn't go past that point. But it's just mm-hmm. like, man, like if he had come like we had my family sold out the show. Oh yeah. We had no students. Breaker Nation. It was supposed it was it, the the fundraiser was for the senior class and there's none of them there. Right. I'm like, okay, it's oh. pro wrestling, maybe it's not cool to the kids, it's whatever. But in my opinion, like in my hometown right now, they're doing the Tulsa State Fair. It's not that fun, but I'd like to go because it's right. something to do. Because right. like, I need a foot long corn dog once in a while, <laughs> a while, you know? And I need some, like, you know, deep fried cheesecake because, <laughs> you know, it's delicious. <laughs> but anyway, um, that's kind of how I looked. I was like, it's pro wrestling. It's fun. Like, right. you, you, this doesn't have to be taken seriously. Like, it, if you're not into it, I mean, like, we take it seriously, obviously, because it's our, it's our passion. But just come have fun. Scream, yell. Like, it's right. have fun with it. Blue people, cheer people. Right, yeah, and so, and so that was kind of my my thought. But I was like, man, if he had come and was like, I'm gonna be the manager. I'm like, man, we would probably had a huge huge crowd that night, right? right. It would have helped mm-hmm. tremendously. Yeah, and he was stuff. the type like, I think he would have like if they would have allowed him to done something physically involved, as long as he wasn't hurt, you know. Like so, right. it's it's weird how like you try to include people, but it's, and I don't know why they're just like oh, I don't know about that. Is it another stigma? Because, like, we already get the stigma of, like, oh, you do that professional wrestling. Yeah. And then, okay, you kind of break that wall down. Then you're like, hey, you want to jump in here and do it with me? And they're like, nah, I don't want to be <laughs> well, professional wrestling. Again, I've made this thing, too. It's like, a wrestling, I saw that fake stuff. I think kids do it. It's like, don't try that at home. It's dangerous. But, like, oh, is it the fake stuff or is it dangerous? What is it? Like, it, it can't be everything, so... I don't know. Wrestling's a very interesting industry, but uh, to kind of wrap things up, this obviously was super fun. I know we didn't touch on probably as much as we wanted to, but it's kind of the way it goes. But it, what's what's the future for Gateway Elite Wrestling at this point? Will we see more shows? Because I know you guys all live in three different states, so that kind of geographically makes it difficult, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, when this whole concept first started we were both like you're all living in the same area right same area 20 minutes from each other yeah um you know both you know we all had schedules that could work with making this happen uh you know and now i've moved to nebraska with my uh soon-to-be wife what uh, what (laughs) and son yeah boy elvis is in uh, minneapolis and jack's Enjoying Mall of America. I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Jackson Eldon. First Nitro. <laughs> First Nitro was... Uh, Not in Eldon. <laughs> I know, but they don't know where it's at either. Yeah, I know. Um, Pasta Mania. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we still have a ring. We still have the LLC. Mm-hmm. A ring trailer. And, I mean, I... At some point... In the what, state of Missouri, you have to have... Some kind of legal counsel to hold you have to have something and legal zoom used to charge like fucking it's like two hundred and fifty dollars a year to like hold that. I found a company that does it like for forty dollars a year, still same stuff. So that's the one thing that just automatically keeps getting withdrawn. Uh with COVID and everything happening and all this moving didn't help at all either. Sure. But a lot of it lapsed like Oh, if you, you, want, you, if you want to, you have to re up a lot yeah, of stuff. Re up it, and it's like, I'm I'm down to re up it. But mm-hmm. 
figure it out first. Mm-hmm. But there's one, like the LLC one. Like, we're going to keep that. Because you just never know. Because we already have the ring. We have the trailer. Yep, yep. So, uh, well, I mean, I, I know from my experience, I did a few Gateway Elite shows. And I always had a blast. I thought you guys did an awesome job. I thought it was always a very low-key... Everybody in this room's done a Gateway Elite show. Absolutely. What? <laughs> Cole Crow over there. Cole yeah. Crow, I would love to. I would love to suplex Cole Crow. Sleep once in OTT. I'm going to chop the shit out of him. Yeah. One sleepy tucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, but like I said, I thought you guys did a great job. I would love to see more Gateway Elite shows, so maybe that's how we end it, right? That Who knows what the future's going to be. Totally down for that. Who knows? Who knows? Well, thank you guys for joining me on this. It was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for recording us. Just hanging out and talking. <laughs> it's fun though, right? I oh, mean, hell yeah, it, is. Is. it was fun. Hell I mean, yeah. I want to hear more about the cheese people down the road. Oh, I can tell you. Shut that off. I got some shit to tell you. <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. All right. We are back here. Big shout out to those guys, Elvis, Ash, Jack Gamble, um, for being on the show for uh, chatting it up with me, taking the time and a very busy weekend that we had a few months ago to, to lay down that podcast. It was a blast to have them all on. And I'm sure they'll all be on again down the road. I mean, Jack Gamble was my first ever guest, so I'm sure he'll be on again. He's got so many stories. All those guys do. And that's what, uh, that's what I love about this show. As I mentioned at the top of the show, next week will be 2021, a year in review. Uh, I'll be telling some behind-the-scenes stories about all of the guests that I had on. Just uh, some fun stuff I think you guys will enjoy. Um and 2022 will be kicking it off with new guests. I will tell you this. I don't do this often to tell you who I've recorded with, which I won't give out names, but I've already recorded in the can eight podcasts for 2022, eight interviews or conversations. I don't really call them interviews. I mean, they are, but they're more like conversations because I'm not asking like detailed questions. I just am talking to people and everyone seems to enjoy that. I mean, some people may not, I don't know, but I'm always trying to figure out ways that make people enjoy the shows that I put on. Uh, Seven of them are guests that have never been on this show, which is awesome. Some of them have never even been on Power Hour before, so first time I've ever podcasted with them, ever. Uh, One guy is a returning favorite. Um, We did an episode early on, and you know it's fake, right? He was on Power Hour as well, someone I talk about pretty regularly. Uh, so I'll drop a few hints there, but uh, he's got a very interesting story, and he kind of he, he kind of goes over some stuff that I don't think people are aware of. So I think people will enjoy that. It's a really fun conversation that will be coming up um, in early part of 2022. I've got three more interviews lined up for uh, 2022. Hopefully, I can get those knocked out this week. That's kind of what uh, it's kind of what I do. I try to get I try to make I basically what I do. This is my process. If anyone wants to know or cares. I usually write down like eight people I want to have on the show, right? So like eight names. And one by one, I start kind of hitting them up like, hey, would you like to do a podcast? Um, Are you free this week? I got some time off. Let me know. And some people are like, yeah, man, let's do it tomorrow. No problem. Some people are like, oh, how about next week? You know, And so it just you kind of have to go with the flow because everybody has a different schedule, which I totally understand. And that's why I do a list like that. So my thought is this week I have three people penciled in to record. Basically, we've given dates and times. Everything should be good. If those fall through, if all three of them work out, great. But hopefully, I at least get one. You know what I mean? Like, that's always kind of my goal. Uh, with my work schedule being what it is, I do have a bit more time off than some. Usually have about four days in a row off. 
This week will be a little bit longer, but it's also Christmas time. So with that, everything's a lot busier and, um, you know, people have things they have to do and last minute parties and this and that. This, you forgot about that. And you're like, oh man, I forgot to do this, I forgot to do that. Oh, there's so much to do, blah, blah, blah. Well, it is what it is, right? But um, I'm looking forward to Christmas time and I'm looking forward to more guests here on You Know It's Fake, right? And if there's someone you would like to see on the show, tweet me at Brian Breaker ODR. Let me know if you think, hey, I think this guy would be a good fit. I, I do like to conversate with people I've never met before because sometimes it's it's difficult to completely go in blind and wonder if you can have a conversation, but sometimes that's part of the challenge. So we'll see how that goes. Of course, uh, check out some of my podcasting buddies like Fully Posable, the Wrestling Figure Podcast with Jeff and Scott, um, and Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History. I love those guys, and I will always support everything that they do. Uh, Doing the Favor with Eric and Barry is another fun show with two really good friends of mine. Love those guys as well, and I'm a huge fan of their show. The Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. Um, Steve was just on a couple weeks ago. Really enjoyed that episode. Hopefully you had a chance to check it out. He'll be forever known as the VHS guy to my buddy Daniel Cross. Uh, the Ringside Rant with RJ. I'm going to get RJ on the show. He'd be a fun guy to talk to. The Leisure and Lariats podcast with Ruthless Ryan Davidson. That would be a guy to be have a fun to have on as a returning favorite. Uh, Boot to the Face with Marty and Rucker. I'd like to have those guys on as well. I haven't talked to either of them before. Tales from the Estate with Drew Vinsel and his wife, Caitlin. Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his friends over there. Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds. Howlin' with the Wolf with our pal Jason Wolf. And, of course, Wolf's Chop Shop. That newsletter, he's come. it's coming in. It's made and it's ready to roll. I can't wait to get it. I love getting his newsletter. And uh, the figure for December is almost complete. And once it's in hand, I will let you know that that's what it is. And uh, it's good news, for sure. Uh, pulling up a chair with our buddy Tim over at a chair shot. Love that show as well. If you've not, not had a chance to check that out and you're a fig lifer, I think you'd dig it. Uh, catching up with Aaron and Daniel from my buddy Aaron Anders and Night of the Nerdy Laser podcast with my buddy Richard. Some great stuff there, so check all of those out. Of course, my other podcasts, Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, over 400-plus episodes. Check all of those out. Not all at once, but, you know, listen listen currently if you can. No Holds Barred with Bill Benus. I hear they're starting back up again soon, so you know what kind of shenanigans Bill and Bane will get into. And then, of course, the TV Toycast every Thursday with me and Travis Fowler talking all things toys. Thank you guys for checking out You Know It's Fake Right. I hope you have a great, great Christmas. A great holiday, some hopefully some time off. Hopefully the week is not too hectic. Hopefully it's not too chaotic, but that's sometimes part of what Christmas is, right? It is always a little chaotic, it's a little hectic, but I hope you guys have a great time. Again, next week will be 2021 year in review because I know people get busy during this time of the year and sometimes don't have time to listen. Well, if you have time to listen, there's something for you. If you don't, 2022 will be a banger. So get ready. Got some great stuff lined up. And remember, as the great Johnny Valentine once said, I cannot make you believe that pro wrestling is real but I sure as hell can make you believe that I am. I'm Brian Breaker. This is You Know It's Fake Right, and we'll see you guys next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Mr. Wonderful. I've been a rapper a minute, and I can stand toe-to-toe with the best of the minute. Don't give a damn about critics They talk a lot, but at the end of the night I'm selling the tickets All the tough guys avoid me The ladies all adore me Paparazzi record me I can put on a clinic All my opposers are born